I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailer for Army of the Dead, the latest episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and our movie of the week, Godzilla vs. Kong. Javi, let's talk about that new trailer for Army of the Dead. You sent me this earlier today. Um, I watched it a few minutes for us recording. Mm-hmm. Well, what were your thoughts? Well, we spoke about, we got a kind of a teaser mix that we talked about a few pods ago. Now we have a full trailer. The trailer answered a lot of questions we had from the first one. All the like, questions. Like, why is this money just sitting in Las Vegas and why is it valuable during an apocalypse? And we find out that's because Vegas is where they're all contained. Yep. So the rest of the world's moving on, however it's moving on, whether it's good or bad. From that event, they're all stuck in that area and contained. There's a vault with a bunch of money that's basically protected by all these zombies. And we're going to send Batista in there to retrieve the money, ladies and gentlemen. No, <clears throat> nobody else that can go in there. I him. mean, clear, clearly, you know what I mean? Okay. Like are you going to send Peter Rabbit in there or something? That zombie tiger is going to tear his ass up if he goes <laughs> in there. But no, this this movie looks, now it looks interesting. There's a buy-in I also like that it's a zombie utopia, really. Mm-hmm. Like, they just got their own, like, Vegas is, is theirs. Right. They have this whole city to themselves to do whatever, and they're they're smart, they're cunning, they're faster. These are not the uh, Day of the Dead and Night of the Dead type zombies. These are skilled. Right. And that's going to be interesting to watch, because even... There was this, that scene when Batista is like knifing the one with the long, you know, surfer hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this thing is like dodge, ducking and dodging and weaving yeah. and stuff. They're smart. Yep. That's definitely a pull you in. Kind of different take on it. I hope it's a good take on it. It doesn't end up crashing and burning, but. Well, 
it's from our favorite director, dude, Zack Snyder. He can do n- no wrong. You know what I mean? No. You ever seen Sucker Punch? Yes. Trash. He definitely <laughs> did wrong there, but so there's an opportunity, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hopeful. Damn it, I'm hopeful. Okay. <laughs> he said, "Now that I, now that I think about it, you know." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sucker Punch was, was horrible. Um, <laughs> All right. no, it looks uh, looks like a good time, man. Looks like a good time. So we're still rocking out to Bucky and Sam, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. This week's episode, let's just get right into it, man. It's a wild episode. Zemo. Zemo. <laughs> Zemo. Dude is very intelligent. Right. And punk-ass new cap is the dumbest human being on the planet. <laughs> All right. What were your thoughts of this last episode, man? So yeah, we see a lot of Zemo. At the beginning, you know, the last few he's been fighting a lot. We've seen a lot of hand to hand combat. Now we see a lot of his intelligence. Yeah, his his planning, his manipulation, all that's in play on this episode. Wakandan soldiers, the Dora Malaje, Malaje. There you go. Say? There you go. The Dora Malaje. They show. We know they're badass. We've seen them fight plenty of times already but the way they spoilers drop buck's arms off his his arm off bruh did you see the meme with rocket that shit was hilarious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see a lot of action out of them i mean there's a lot of planning and a lot of action good mix in this episode yeah man i for one loved this episode through and through the the entire episode i loved and I hate the new cap. And let me explain. Everybody everybody hates the actor as well. Well, I don't even know who the actor is. Like <laughs> I've seen either. I've seen him before. I mean, he's been getting a lot of lot, lot of hate as an oh, actor, yeah. and I don't know who the guy is. But it's like his character, one, he's not Chris Evans, he's not Steve Rogers, and he's not a super soldier. So he cannot be Captain America. Like those are the three I mean, things you need to be Captain America. Like like, for example, there's one thing that you need to be Iron Man and it's to be Robert Downey Jr. Like, you know, it's as simple as that. You know what I mean? Like point, point blank. That's the only ingredient, right? The three (laughs) ingredients that you need to be Captain America is Chris Evans, (laughs) Steve Rogers, super soldier serum. You have over three, bro. He, he checked one off by the end of the episode. He checked one off, bro. And you could tell the whole time, right? That he was, he was missing something because you know he got yeah. his hand. He got he got his hands, uh, you know, got in some hand to hand combat and got his ass beat a few times by a couple of those super so- soldiers. But it wasn't until he realized, right? He put his hand on a black woman, bro. Okay, let's talk about that for that a was, second. Okay, that was a mistake, Bruh. Dude, as soon as he was like kind of copped that little bit of condescending attitude, I was like, he probably gets ass whooped bruh. before he touched her, bro. Bro, <laughs> you don't. Touch a black woman, bro. And then a black woman holding a weapon? Bro, you are going to catch an ass whooping. You don't do it, man. I I was I was raised by women, okay? You tell them from afar that you're coming, okay? Near them. Or you're going to catch an ass whooping. This dude, trash. And then when he caught an ass whooping by them, because he got molly whopped, he realized he's like, damn, bro, they're, I'm trash. They're not even super soldiers. Like, like that was my favorite line of the whole episode, bro. Right. He realized 
He's a bitch. <laughs> he's a bitch. Yeah. And then this dude uh, takes the super soldier serum offline, like, you know, off screen or whatever. Yeah. Gets, yeah. All, gets all these powers, you know, bends the pipe and just kind of goes along with it. And, yeah. and now he's a super soldier. So then Sam's like, what did you do? You know, they're all over the assumption. All the super soldier serum was destroyed. Yeah. They know now it is not. And like, you're a U.S. soldier. You are the new Captain America. You are the, the, the look, the feel. You have the shield yeah. of, of freedom and, and honor in the American way. This dude showed an American way that America doesn't want to show, bro. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. the way he decapitated this guy. Well, you know, that's what they explain about the serum. It kind of shows who you really are. Right. So And he's he's an asshole. He's not Steve Rogers. He's a soldier who's done what he's had to do to, to make it to where he's at. He's got a little bit more shit inside of him than Steve Rogers had when he first became a super soldier. That's probably what's going on in there. What was the line that Dr. Ernstine said to like Steve right before uh the the, the, the night before he took the serum and everything? You know, something along of you're a good man. Yeah. And that's why you were chosen and stuff. Something of that yeah. nature. Don't quote me on that, but. And basically to stay a good man. Yeah. Yeah. This, this guy, I don't even know his name. I just call him fake cap. Fake like, cap. FC. Gotcha. Just, just, <laughs> just hate this guy, man. Whose fault is it right now? Does like, this is going to, this is going to be interesting for the rest of the series. Cause this is, this killing is now going to weigh on Sam. Yeah. Going to weigh, weigh on Bucky. And this dude's going to get too powerful where they're going to have to take this guy down. Right. That's, that's the only way I see this story ending. 100% agree. Hate this guy, man. All right. I'm done. We'll see it. We'll talk about it next week. Um, hate this guy. Keep all <laughs> that in. Keep that all, all that in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would agree with you, so it's fine. All right, Javi. If you're ready, man, we'll jump right into our movie of the week. Let's do it. Godzilla versus Kong. It is finally mm-hmm. here, guys. This movie came out this year, 2021. This movie also directed by Adam Wingard. A uh, couple of writers room here. We got uh, Terry Rossio, Michael Daughtry, uh, Zach Shields, Eric Pearson, and Max Bornstein. So this movie had a budget of two hundred million, and since it came out, what last Friday, two Fridays ago, yeah, a couple Fridays ago, three hundred and fifty-eight million. Wow, wow, wow! I mean, that's that's probably missing a lot of numbers too, considering all the streaming and everything going on as well. I think that's more on the box office side. Yeah, that's on. That's got to be on the box office side. I did read something today that it is in the history of HBO Max, which is like what three or four months not even long at, at all um it's the most streamed movie really wow. huge yeah so we got a few stars in this movie uh there's quite a quite a large cast we'll get to some of those as we're going through first off is dr nathan lind who is played by alexander skarsgård madison russell who's played by millie bobby brown dr eileen andrews played by rebecca hall dr mark russell who is Madison Russell's father, played by Kyle Chandler. Jaya, who is played by Kaylee Hodel. And I'm going to go ahead and mention Bernie Hayes, uh, who's played by Brian Tyree Henry. He's a very reoccurring part of this movie. Uh, There'll be a few others we get to as we go through. 
Javi, go ahead and just give us that quick synopsis of what this movie is and what this movie is about, sir. This is going to be a very quick one. <laughs> this is the final battle of two titans, and they're trying to find out who the king of the castle is. Let's go! That's, that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. So let's go ahead and just jump right into it, man. This movie opens up on Skull Island. Kong is doing his thing, man. He's chilling. He, he's an adult <laughs> Kong now, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. We did. We did. We did. He got like a beard and shit now. Yeah, he's, yeah, uh, he's doing his thing. Got some age, aging and wisdom on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's kind of waking up. You know, he's like, shit, I got to get up now. You know, probably his back's hurting, knees hurting and stuff, just like the rest of us. <laughs> you know, but, you know, so he gets up, shakes off the cobwebs, yeah. goes, takes a quick shower and everything. And, these are all these cool points that that are happening, but you yeah. kind of get the feeling that something is off. Right. You see like that little girl running around and come to find out, you know, he's in this big ass uh, containment unit mm -hmm. uh, being, being watched. Right. We don't really know why at first, but he takes that big ass. Um, I'm going to say big ass a lot, guys. Yeah. You notice when we talk about big ass creatures and, Big ass monsters. I say big ass a Man. lot. So that comes with the monster bird. I'm sorry, mom. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I believe and they didn't really talk about this much, but I believe that Skull Island has been taken over by some kind of big storm. Right. I think that's what they talk about. Maybe that's why he's in this biodome. Javi, there's a lot of lazy ass writing in this movie, man. <laughs> really, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just just picking some little little parts out, trying to put them together, trying to half, trying to figure it out. Half it really doesn't make any sense, or it, like the reason as, as, yes, as to why. But but yes, you are correct. There was some there was a tropical storm, and you know, Gull Island couldn't survive or something. I don't know. No, no clue. They talk about how Kong can't stay in the containment too much longer. I mean, he's destroying the thing. <laughs> Dr. Andrews, uh, Eileen doesn't want to take him off the island. Because she does not want to see him catch an ass whooping from Godzilla. Simple as that. I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's a radioactive damn dinosaur. Like, what are you going to do about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they roll the credits. <laughs> and then they roll the credits, Yeah. <laughs> Guys, some of my favorite parts of the movie is is how they open. You know, they have that mm -hmm. soft open with King Kong doing his thing and then coming to find out he's in this containment unit. But I like the opening scroll, man, The when the credits roll. Yeah. And I like, I like how they do it here where they're basically going through the history and the fights of Godzilla and Kong and they're inevitable. It's going to happen in the next hour and 50 minutes, you know, this movie, like they're going to throw hands and there will be a victor. Yeah. I like how so. they put the uh, fight bracket up too. That, that was, was cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they put up their bracket. So after the credits, we open up to Brian Tyree Henry as Bernie Hayes heading to, to the apex headquarters. Uh, apex turns out to be a big commercial tech company and he's trying to leak secrets of theirs we find out a little later a little bit more about his background he goes in and he's making this dude really uncomfortable right like uh trying to get him to leave his post for a little bit talking about his yeah. homemade hand sanitizer and <laughs> about the dude eating the apples don't eat that all this crazy stuff so he's peeking into apex's uh, secrets. Uh, he finds some specs on some sort of mysterious thing that he doesn't know what it is. Reads something about sub-level 33. 
and then they get a Titan alert. Don't forget that he sees some shipments going to Hong Kong. Yes. And, you know, they're not supposed to have, they're not supposed to have a base of operations in Hong Kong, at least one that he does not know about. So I think that, yeah, that's right before he bring, finds about like sub level 33 and all that. He's reading that uh, ship shipment log. Oh, yeah. So then we get a uh, Titan warning on the in Florida. And I mean, I say, guys, throughout history, Florida gets hit with hurricanes and stuff like that. And it's going to get hit by a Godzilla. So, you know, reoccurring themes here. Godzilla comes through and basically just destroys Pensacola. Sorry, are you octogenarian retirees that live in Pensacola? <laughs> Godzilla's here, okay? <laughs> Yeah, we see a bunch of all the employees and stuff heading to the Titan Fallout shelters, like we've seen before in uh, Pacific Rim. Kind of the same yeah. kind of concept. Oh yeah, which that's a fun movie too. We need to. I mean, that one on what else? Of course, but like, what else are you gonna do? As like, I'm like me. I'm six four. I'm a big guy. Right. What am I gonna do against the Titan, bro? I'm gonna go to that damn shelter. Is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Okay. So that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. So Bernie makes his his way through through the facility and he's trying to uncover something and run away from the Titan as well. And, you know, he's being stopped by a couple of uh security guards. Mm-hmm. Godzilla just kind of rips through the facility <laughs> and Bernie uh kind of gets up through the haze and sees this piece of tech. Doesn't really know what it is, doesn't know what it what it does. Then we get this visual of Godzilla just destroying all of Pensacola. Mm-hmm. And that's the scene, guys. That's it. Like, Godzilla I, I, came, saw, and conquered. I love how they always, like, attack him. Like, they go and shoot missiles and stuff at him. And <laughs> all he does is destroy all the all the planes. It's like... It's Every like, scene. Like, <laughs> like, a couple of million dollars for one of those F-16 Raptors, yeah. right? Like, yeah. they're not cheap. And, like, you know what? We're about to throw another one down this yeah. garbage. Simple as that. <laughs> Since we're, we're in to be destroyed, we need some new ones anyways. It's all good. We'll just raise taxes on yeah. the people of Pensacola. We're good. In Pensacola. <laughs> it's already high enough to live there. Let's just raise it up a little more. Whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> so next we see uh, some news clips of CNN, and uh, they start talking about how this is the first sighting of Godzilla in three years, which I thought was a good detail they had in there. And then we see the head of Apex on there also. We see him a lot through the movie. Wallace Simmons? Yeah. And he's talking about how Apex is going to deal with the Titans once and for all. We also see a first shot of Millie Bobby Brown as Madison Russell listening to the news. The world now thinks Godzilla is a threat after he has been... You know, their quote unquote savior for such a long time now. Oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah. <laughs> the Apex uh, cybernetic CEO, uh, once again, the writing is so lazy in this movie. I'm probably not going to remember names. I apologize. Um, but he gets um, the Hollow Earth researcher guy, Nathan Lynn, to go to the Hollow Earth to obtain some type of power source. Supposedly, Nathan back in the day, went on this excursion with his brother, but his brother died. He agrees to go, yeah, I'll do this project or whatever for you. So, And then he goes to Eileen at the, uh, where they're doing, like, watching Kong. Yeah. And talks her into uh, having Kong take them to the Hollow Earth. 
It took them all of three seconds to be like, oh, she's like, no. He's like, but for the greater good. And she's okay. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. you know what I mean? Like, it didn't take long at all. It's like, what, do you have a crush on this guy or something? Do you have yeah. something for this guy? You don't even know. You don't even know. But she agrees. But that's how we move the story along, guys. We got to get Kong out of this containment facility yeah. somehow. Hence, the name of the movie is Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. So it's got to keep moving. So, Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he's just passed out on the ship, chained up. <laughs> he's on his carrier freight ship, man. <laughs> that had to have been a big process. <laughs> and how'd they put that big-ass collar on him? Yo, the infrastructure needed to just really, you know, just get this big-ass monkey <laughs> on this carrier freight ship to Antarctica is massive. This is like I'm, several weeks. That's <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we could do this through the whole movie, but we need to, we got to move on. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we got to move on. Kung's escorted by the carrier freight. The little girl speaks in sign language and calls Linda coward. Yeah. Kind of a reoccurring theme. Um, then we meet the CEO's super hot daughter. Who's kind of a, uh, B word mm -hmm. and she's in charge of the whole mission through the hollow earth. So yeah. a couple of, a couple of beats there, but lazy writing, you kind of keep it moving. Right. Mm -hmm. Now it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. It's raining. Kong's like just laid out and getting rained all over. He's not happy about it. He's like trying to cover his head up. You did notice that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what the? he's like, come on guys. This is bullshit. Can't get a damn umbrella or anything <laughs> yeah. out here. Shit. A blanket. Got this, damn. Got these, giant collar and giant chains all of a sudden and I can't get a blanket or some sort of shelter. A, a poncho or something? Damn. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be a long one. Just from yeah. that. <laughs> so, anyways, Kong starts waking up and uh, he's trying to get out the chains and then we see the, the bond between him and uh, the little girl, Jaya, they they talk in sign language, and we finally see that in this scene where she's talking to him, and he signals home, and everybody realizes he understands her. But he also doesn't want nobody to know about it because he's scared of what they'll do with him. Oh, yeah. Something we kind of skipped over, too, that goes with the next scene is uh, Madison. She listens to a podcast called Titan Truth which we find out a little bit later is actually Bernie and her friend Josh Valentine shows up who's played by Julian Dennison, which the only movie I remember him from is Deadpool. That's it. That's it. I know he's been to some other stuff, but that that's all I remember from. Uh, he shows up with his brother's van. They are on a mission to find Bernie uh, so they can assist him with uncovering the truth of Apex. Yeah, so they go search and, you know, Barely an inconvenience to them find Bernie through <laughs> bleach. So they find Bernie and they sit down and there's some dialogue. Bernie's wife died. He holds a flask in his uh, chest pocket with liquor in it. And if he ever goes insane or something, he's he'll drink it. Once again, lazy writing. But they agree, all agree to go to Apex and, you know find the truth about why Godzilla is attacking unprovoked. Uh, we're back on the ocean now, and we finally really start getting into it. Godzilla's found Kong. I guess he felt him. Ah, shit. Yeah. 
Uh, remember Kong's still chained up. So again, they try to shoot missiles at Godzilla. They had the planes come through, the helicopters, everything shooting missiles at him. All he does is destroy all the ships and the planes once again. <laughs> and they finally actually start fighting. Round uh, one. Round one. <laughs> uh, Nathan hits a button that lets Kong loose, and they start fighting underwater. Not looking good for Kong at this point. I mean, but let's talk about this for a second. This is a radioactive lizard who lives in the water, breathes underwater, relaxes, takes vacations underwater. It's not a fair fight. It's not It's not a fair fight. Let's just talk about that. You know what I mean? Round one is not a fair fight between these two titans. Kong cannot breathe underwater. Not going to spoil these fights for you guys, but Godzilla wins round one. Simple as that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to go there. Go watch it. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, get it. You get it. You get it free for a month. Yeah. So, download it. After all this is said and done, this fight, they end up. Uh, what was the last line? Uh, Nathan says, "How's Kong with heights?" <laughs> so then we flip back to uh, Madison, Josh, and Bernie. There, they made it back to the headquarters that Godzilla destroyed already. They make it back to where Bernie saw that. He's a tech. It's gone. They hop on this elevator that's right beside the door, and they head down to sub-level 33. Apparently, you don't need badges and stuff here uh, to go where you want to go. Uh, they end up at some kind of shipping depot deep underneath the facility. You don't need any badges or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a minute. That, that took me a minute. Because wasn't it like Madison who was just like, Boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Level, going <laughs> well, he, to level 33. <laughs> well, he, he opens the first door with a screwdriver. Yeah. And then they go down the elevator with nothing. Uh, <laughs> so wrapping that scene up, they end up some kind of transport pod that has skull crawlers in it. Uh, they're in there looking at them. The door shuts. And they end up being shipped to Hong Kong at over 600 miles per hour. Because why would they not go to Hong Kong? Yeah, I mean... I guess it's it's like some kind of underground hyperspeed tunnel. I, I don't know. Which was actually a cool part of the movie, by the way. More, I bet like Amazon has some shit like that. That's probably why we get our Amazon shipments <laughs> in two days. exactly why. That's exactly <laughs> why. They have these high-speed tunnels through the hollow earth. <laughs> <laughs> figure, figure it out, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> All right, we're making our own Amazon is what we're yeah. going to do, okay? Yeah. And using your tunnels. Now Kong is in a net. He's being carried by helicopters to Antarctica because that's where they were headed anyways because that's where their entrance to the hollow earth is. They blow the lines and set Kong down and he wakes up to all this snow and he's just like, uh, what, what is this? What's all this white stuff? Why am I cold? Why am I freezing? He's probably like, he's probably like, Jaya, this is not home. I asked for home, woman. Damn it. And he's not home. He's in Antarctica, like, freezing his ass off. Oh, yeah. Once again, crappy writing, but they tell Jaya to tell Kong to go through the hole to where the hollow earth is because maybe his family's down there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because people don't want to think for themselves, she says, okay, and, and tells Kong, and that moves the story along. Where they go through the tunnel. I'm telling you, dude. Like, I, I okay. So the one thing I do hate is that there's like five writers, yeah. and they're all trash. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but anyway, you guys think I hated this movie, but I actually did did not. 
they go through the portal. They use the this weird tech ship thing. I don't know. What the hell are, are these things, Javi? They described them as heaves. Basically, they're built to make the jump from, or make the jump through a gravity inversion. You know, no scientist, but they didn't explain it well in the movie either, so I'm going to do the same thing. Let's talk about the jump in technology. Wasn't it seven years ago with Quicksilver and uh, Wanda that they were shooting, they were shooting bottle rockets at Godzilla and the and the other uh, Me Too Mewtwo things, right? And now they and now they have technology like this seven years later. Like, why was that not explained? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's somebody that's somebody going through college and grad school is what that is. Okay, the technology does not move that fast. I mean, I guess if you're Apex and you have 600 mile per hour tunnels underground you can do whatever the hell you want to do right <laughs> i guess so i guess so I guess so. <laughs> so yeah the ships basically so when they go from exterior of earth towards the inside which is the hollow earth there's a gravity sh- shift and i think it was nathan's brother that was trying to go through it on his own and it crushed him and he died from it that's the only reason they haven't been able to get the hollow earth well, they uh, follow Kong through the portal and make their way to Hollow Earth. Uh, Hollow Earth looks a lot like Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. It looks like that entire movie. A little bit, a little bit more exotic uh, than that, but it still looks really beautiful and real cool. Kong actually ends up fighting this bird, lizard, snake creature thing. <laughs> That's exactly what you wrote down in your notes, isn't it? That's exactly what I wrote down <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> He actually takes on two of these bad, bad boys. Yeah. The first one was easily taken out, but the second one was, had him wrapped up. Didn't like the Hevo thing kind of shoot some rockets, rockets at it. Yeah. And then Kong like gets a hold of it, rips his head off and drinks the green blood out of this thing. Like this guy really likes taking heads off, man. It has a little snack, right? He's a fan. Has a little snack, a little <laughs> souvenir f- yeah. for later. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that scene fighting that, uh, uh, bird lizard snake creature thing uh it was it was gross but ultimately pretty badass guys yeah up to this point i've liked the fight scenes i mean it's what the movie's about right give me more of it yeah that's <laughs> and so after he finishes that up conk starts running in a particular direction we see a lot more creatures of the land and he gets to the edge of this cliff and he jumps and that the gravity i guess is just crazy here and he lands on another piece of upside down on another cliff (laughs) yeah watch that one you'll understand (laughs) it's just hard to describe i get it man i was the same i was trying to write down in my notes and i said skip Uh... (laughs) i just put gets to edge jumps flips over (laughs) yeah yeah We got some back back and forth going on here. So Madison and Co find themselves in Hong Kong at the facility where the Mecha Godzilla is, where they mm-hmm. end up finding. Um, and then we have Godzilla. He makes this abrupt turn. He's like he's just like kind of swimming in the Pacific, chilling, mm-hmm. you know, maxing and relaxing after you know he beats Kong and kind of senses something. And where the hell is this sense thing? Did he have the sense thing in Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters? Did he have that? He did have that. Yeah, I mean, they, they all sense... Each other. Power? Yeah. Well, we find out a little later, like, why he picks up on this thing. Yeah, yeah, true. There's um, a reason for it, yeah. 
Yeah, so he does have a sense, but he, he makes his way to Hong Kong to kind of see where this threat is. So over dinner the other night, Carmen and I, uh, we sat down and I turned on the movie Speed and she was actually digging it, man. Oh yeah. I was fully surprised. She's not really an action movie type of person, but she was entrenched in the movie. One of those big cinematic adventures that happen on, on film with Keanu Reeves, you know, movies have this ability to bring people together, to post up in the theater and enjoy an amazing cinematic adventure. Javi, what's the first big movie event that you can recall in your life? I have to say Space Cowboys. Oh, man, great movie. I was like 13, 14 years old, bunch of friends going out to the gym theater and having a good time in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Mine would be 1996, Independence Day. My mom took me, my brother, all of our friends to go see this movie, right? Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, and they're taking on aliens. And the theater was full. Everybody was there to just see this amazing movie, and we all were there, and it was just enjoyable. Just one of my favorite moments, man. Yeah, movie moments, they're memorable, and everybody has their all-time favorite movie moments what was yours the prestige christian bale versus hugh jackman wolverine versus batman (laughs) as magicians what hugh jackman does to ensure his magic trick works i'm not going to spoil it but mind-blowing what about you man for me it was the stay puff marshmallow man ghostbusters (laughs) love that movie (laughs) love that scene (laughs) just a great scene in general (laughs) on that note we would love to engage with all you guys and talk about your favorite movie moments as well and you can find us at movie in a pod on twitter instagram and you can also find us on facebook as well yeah guys don't forget to add like and share our content we hope to hear from you all soon Yeah, so there's a scroll, scroll crawler that comes out. Mechagodzilla hits him with the laser breath, and then he shuts down. And then there's a little talk about how they need a better power source to get him to full power. Maddie starts to understand why Godzilla's attacked these other places as well. So then we have, uh, we flash back over there to uh, Kong and Co. He finds his family home. Yeah. And it's, this is kind of a cool scene where he's kind of in this cavern. He picks up this battle axe with a like God's one of Godzilla or Godzilla's family's spikes on his back yeah. attached to this. That's what the battle axe is, and takes the throne as King Kong. That's literally mm-hmm. what my notes say, man. And this was really dope scene. He looked like a badass. Oh yeah, you know, sit, sitting there. And I gotta see this movie in theaters, man. I'm fully vaccinated now. I'm ready to go <laughs> um, and be reckless out here in these streets. I'm joking, guys. <laughs> But like, but this is one of the, this is one of those movies, (laughs) this is one of of those movies that like you have to see on the big screen because just the cinematography of the humans scaled to these Titans. Yeah. That's just, you have to see it on the biggest screen imaginable. So this is one of those I will be going in theaters to seeing as soon as theaters open up in our area, man. Well, we get a glimpse of. Some creatures, more creatures up in the cave. The humans are now out of the heaves. They're walking on the ground. And then we're back at Apex. And this is where we kind of learn that the the reason Godzilla can sense the Mecha is because it's actually being controlled by Ghidorah, the three-headed dragon. They're using the skulls of it to communicate, uh, have somebody pilot it, and communicate another skull inside the Mecha. 
And Bernie explains all that in the movie, by the way. Because he clearly knows all of that. Yeah, yeah, he knows a lot. You know, so Godzilla finally makes his way into Hong Kong and just wrecks havoc on everybody and everything. <laughs> My man's pissed off, all right? He's, mm-hmm. he's come, he said, I handled this damn uh, three-headed thing a couple years ago. Why is it? Why am I sensing it again, bro? What the hell is going on here? Also, back down there in the in the cave in Hollow Earth, Kong finds the power source with the battle axe, and the humans start like extracting the power source, and they email it to Apex. And you know, you can just you know email a power source, but that's what happens. I don't know if you picked up on that hobby, but definitely what what happens there. And then Godzilla puts a hole in the ground, you know, <laughs> kind of fires up his radioactive breath and puts his big ass hole through the ground all the way to hollow earth mm-hmm. and one thing we're not talking about and could have probably been left out the movie too is madison's father he takes up some screen time that could have probably been left out and been able to do a little bit more stuff with <laughs> it's called chandler though man. that's a good looking dude man. I mean, you know i'm not disagreeing with that at all <laughs> but you know just he didn't do nothing in the movie, really, it's kind of worthless scenes. I thought, anyways. Yeah, where it's like he probably signed on for another one, is mm. what it was. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, you know, remember, um, remember Channing Tatum in, in the second GI Joe movie? <laughs> he signed on, but like died seven seconds in. Yeah, and now and now The Rock is the hero because he takes over every franchise. You know, so what he does. Yeah, but anyway, going back to Godzilla, you know what what we should do? Before we go back to Godzilla, I want to see Godzilla versus The Rock. Not Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. It'll it'll happen at some point. That's an evenly fair fight right there. That's a fair fight right there, man. (laughs) You leave leave King Kong alone, damn it, okay? (laughs) Where where were we at? Um, I have no clue, Javi. (laughs) Um... Okay, uh, Godzilla blew a hole in the earth to uh, down to King Kong's cavern. Basically, this starts a chain reaction of stuff. Uh, the cave starts caving in. The bat-like creatures get very uh, hungry, apparently. They just start eating the people. They come down and start picking up humans. Kong grabs his axe and heads to the surface through the hole that Godzilla made. Getting ready for round two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this fight. It's so much more of a fair fight, man. They're on level ground. <laughs> There's buildings everywhere. Mind you, Kong, you're still fighting a radioactive like dinosaur reptile thing, man. Komodo, he's more of a Komodo dragon than anything. Did, did you notice like his body style? Like, yeah, he whips. He whips that tail, bro. Yeah, that was pretty badass when they when they take uh, square up to each other. Kong throws the axe down into the ground, and then yeah. you see Godzilla whip his tail into the ground. That was really awesome. I thought that was badass. Yeah, that was awesome. In the third act, you guys are about to be in the third act. Uh, the best parts of this movie is when it's monster versus monster. Yeah, definitely. Hands down. Definitely. Um, but the human side of this thing is just trash. You know, it's, this could have been a silent film. And by that, I mean, like, no human speaking at all. It would have been mm-hmm. fan- fantastic. I mean, it's, as good as Millie Bobby Brown is, it didn't do a whole lot. They, they just didn't give them a whole lot to work with. And what they yeah. did give them was just, I keep on using the word trash. And I'm trying to find a better <laughs> word, but there's not a better word though. Well, it's kind of split. Like there's the human stuff going on. And then we have the monsters 
and they're working simultaneously, but they don't interact enough or play off of each other a whole lot for it to be good on both ends, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say that round two, Godzilla versus Kong, we're going to go ahead and give this 10-9. That's, that's what the fight card says. Um, <laughs> um, we're... We're giving this round King Kong. He he definitely gives it to God, Godzilla. King Kong. Putting the hands on Zilla. I nicknamed him Zilla, guys, so mm-hmm. bear with me. Um, until Godzilla starts fighting dirty. He's pissed off. The tail whips, the biting, the scratching, and then has Kong down. God, puts his foot. You put your foot on a man's chest or on an <laughs> ape's chest, whatever. And Dis- I, I, I got I to gotta say this note here. Because <laughs> I love this. They both look at each other really close and yell out Martha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. where, where, where have we seen this before? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> and then, you know, Godzilla walks away. To find the bigger threat, uh, Kong is kind of there left to die. Yeah, there's really cool scenes in this in this take of uh, the fight between these two. Kong using that axe, that was badass. Like his, <laughs> just the way he was throwing it, the way he used it was, was really cool. Yeah, that was fun, man. While this stuff's going on, we have that, uh, the storyline, the human side with, uh, Madison, Josh, and Bernie, they get taken to Walter Simmons after they get caught in the headquarters. And at this point, they've started their new power source on the uh, Mecha Godzilla. Ren loses control of the Mecha. He's no longer connected to it. And the first thing it does is kill Walter Simmons. Yes. <laughs> Such a fantastic idea. They could have taken out Josh, but you know what? It's all good. <laughs> it's whatever. It's whatever. You know what I mean? Can't, you know... Can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So Mecha Godzilla blows a hole in the side of the Apex building. Him and Godzilla immediately go at it. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Let's go. G-Man's getting his head smashed into the turnbuckles left and right during this. Bro. Yeah, he's he's getting that business, man. Yeah. But, I mean, you're fighting a metal robot. I mean, what? You're fighting a metal robot that has, like, uh, missiles and shit everywhere, yeah. right? <laughs> why does uh, why everybody shoot missiles at Godzilla? I just don't understand. It doesn't work. <laughs> I, I I've been I've been wondering the same thing for seven years, man. I don't, my man I don't w- get it, bro. My man went nuclear in the last movie. You gonna shoot <laughs> missiles at him? No, he did go nuclear. I forgot about that. <laughs> Dude was a walking nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and and uh, you want to shoot and you want to uh, fox fire too, Adam, bro. That's what the, that's what you want to do. Okay. Well, uh, this is a dope fight. Godzilla yeah. is getting straight mollywopped yeah. by Mecha Godzilla, mm-hmm. and Mecha Godzilla wins this fight. Wins this round. Um, this was very fun to watch. And at this time too, we got, uh, Josh is trying to figure out a password 
to unlink a satellite to the Mecha Godzilla. Nathan is back in the story here. He's trying to rig up one of the heaves to use as an AED on Kong because his heart's slowing down. So he does that, gets Kong's heart started back up. Godzilla's still getting getting the hands put on him by Mecha Godzilla. I think the only one I really kind of enjoyed through the movie was uh, Jaya. She was a pretty consistent story with Kong, like yeah, the connection to him through the movie. Yeah, I did say uh, Lind uh, uses the heave to revive Kong with the ship. Dot dot dot. Why dot dot dot? Because technology. How the hell he's a he's a hollow Earth scientist. Like how the hell does he know about this tech that he can reverse engineer it? Get give him a few minutes, and you know he can use it. You know he's just. What is he, Bruce Wayne? Is he Batman? Like, he just knows everything? Like, this is not Wayne tech. I'm so confused, man. Yeah, well, he did it. He apparently learned at some <sighs> point how to how their ships work. Uh, Gia tells Kong, uh, she signs to him that Godzilla's not the enemy. He gets up, and I thought it was, you know, another kind of human trait to him. He pops his shoulder back into place with the yeah. building. That was mm-hmm. pretty cool looking. And we got a bonus round. Oh, yeah. Kong and Godzilla... Versus Mecha Godzilla, man. Let's go. Mecha's about to shoot some laser breath down Godzilla's throat, and Kong comes in and starts going at him. Still punching a metal machine, you know. I mean, I mean, it's got to hurt a lot. Well, like, you saw the one thing, and I mean, I they're Titan monsters, so they don't know any better, but yeah. <clears throat> they are punching a machine. And remember, they, they actually drove, uh, I don't know if it was Kong or Godzilla, but drove the Mecha's head through a building like the Mecha was going to feel that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, ow, right. whatever. It's basically a freaking giant Terminator. Yeah, um, exactly. But ultimately, uh, through the power of friendship, uh, Godzilla <laughs> and Kong. <laughs> well put. That was well put. <laughs> through the power of friendship, uh, Godzilla and Kong defeat the Mecha Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> And I, I, I love this because, and we'll talk about all the, the humans and everything, but uh, they destroy Mechagodzilla. Kong is over here on on this side. Godzilla, and they're both kind of beaten up from this battle trying yeah. to uh, catch their breath. And the humans interact and all that stuff. And that's not fun. Nobody cares mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. And while the humans are interacting, you hear Godzilla kind of does his little scream thing yeah uh kong gets up with the axe like we going again bro what's up yeah. what's up oh, he's ready to go yeah right right uh godzilla like, and kong they literally square up <laughs> yeah, he said my boy nathan hooked me up with uh aed while ago. i'm ready to roll son <laughs> i'm ready Fully to charge yeah baby <laughs> but, but like but like godzilla he's just kind of standing there and looks at kong and says Rep your hood, son. Yeah. And just kind of takes off into the ocean, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he just gives him the nod of respect. He yeah. rolls out. Yeah. <laughs> throws, throws him the deuce, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fight scenes the, between the monsters, that's where it was at for the movie. Yeah. We end up with uh, Kong, and he now lives in Hollow Earth, I and mean, he's King Kong there. You know, right. he, he lives there, he rules there, and the humans, because we still have to talk about them, they uh, can now easily access the Hollow Earth with that technology that they basically stole because the CEO's dead. But you know what? That's for another movie. So. Well, once again, they just they just set up another outpost. <laughs> they, did. they set up another outpost, and they monitor him now, so. Yeah. <sighs> like, 
Come on, give the guy some space. Humans just don't. <laughs> humans just don't give a damn, man. So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is our movie of the week: Godzilla versus Kong. Javi, this movie is like seven years in the making. What'd you think, man? Well, I think we kind of made it pretty clear <laughs> through the pod itself <laughs> we, what we thought about the movie. I mean, I enjoyed the movie as a whole. I've watched it a few times now, and if it's popped up on the list when I turn on HBO yeah. Max, I'm looking for something to watch, I'd watch it again. That being said, the human story, I guess the story of the movie in general, it doesn't keep your interest. Mm-hmm. Until they start fighting. I think there's enough time for you to be like, okay, these guys are talking about a bunch of technology and all this stuff. Okay, now we're fighting. Now we're back to talking about all this other stuff and the this, this story of this, that, or the other. Okay, we're fighting again. So that's what it did for me. I don't know about you, but I'm giving this one a two out of five. Hmm, yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Two buckets of uh, pop popcorn out of the max five there. This movie for for me, man, was the culmination of, you know, the 2014 Godzilla movie, the follow-up Kong Skull Mm -hmm. Island, which was 2017, Godzilla King of the Monsters with 2018, and and now this, man. This, everything has been leading up to, to this point. I loved every movie leading up to this. And this one, it was so much hype around it. It's middle of the road there for, for me, man. It's I, I get it. I give it two and a, two and a half buckets of popcorn. I, I loved every single time Godzilla was... I love Godzilla, by the way. Like, my favorite kaiju, my favorite monster uh, to see on the screen. He's just awesome to look at. Every time Godzilla was on screen, I'm like, I need... Just, just give me this, right? Yeah, right. Even Kong on screen, very captivating, very moving, very like human emotional bits with 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 Jaya. Yeah, he had a better human quotation marks storyline than the other humans did. That's that's my point right there. It's exactly <laughs> what what my point is, man. Would I watch this movie again? Yes, I've already watched this movie three times. Yeah, I'm um, with you. Are the, are the fight scenes amazing between the monsters? The fight scenes are incredible, right? Mm-hmm. I thought watching Transformers were awesome. I thought watching Pacific Rim was awesome. No, mm-hmm. this takes the cake. Like, what they did, the fight choreography, the cinematography, just the animation and everything, it was fantastic to yeah. watch, and you can watch it over and over again, and it never gets old. Two and a half buckets of popcorn from me, man. Uh, it falls short with unnecessary storylines, unnecessary characters, and yeah. just not enough Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla versus Kong on screen. Maybe we get the uh, the monster verse cut, which is just them fighting. No, nothing else in it. Let's hashtag that, bro. <laughs> let's hashtag. Let's go. We got the we got the Zemo cut the other week, so. so- so yeah, we need to get rid of all the human stuff. We need to find out how they got them on the cargo ship, right? We need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know how they got Kong in the net. Like, how did they roll them to get them in this net and get them hooked to all these helicopters? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things like that. I need to know that we need. We need to know. Or, <laughs> or. Or if they literally are like Christopher, if Adam Wingard is like Christopher Nolan, there's nothing on the on the editing floor. This is this is everything. This is the movie. This most likely, that's what it is. Yeah, right, right here. Then let's just cut out 
everything else but the monsters fighting and i'm good perfect and what's awesome i guess is he did a fantastic job on that part yeah and that's what that's what brings you back to the movie is the story of godzilla and honestly this is more of a story about kong in my opinion it is it is which is good because we know godzilla's story but we hadn't really seen much about kong and it was kind of fun to see him tie tie himself back to his ancestors, you know. And they mentioned, too, that Skull Island was like a growth from the Hollow Earth. Uh, so, hence the reason his, you know, some of his ancestors were there, too. Definitely. Well, cool, guys. Um, on all of our socials and everything, let us know what you thought of this movie. Like, share, comment, all that good stuff. Would love to hear back from you. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through Godzilla vs. Kong. Next week, we'll be talking about the Netflix feature, Thunder Force. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos, and you can find me on Twitter at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.